Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Thank you, and welcome everybody to another episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. On today's show, we present Katie and Andrea. Katie Skeen and Andrea Witt had heard about each other for many years through various musician circles. But when they finally got a chance to meet backstage at a concert, they immediately knew they had to get a band together. On today's show, Katie and Andrea talk about how touring with Dead & Company helped forge their sound, which they're branding Acid Americana. You can catch Katie and Andrea perform at the Hotel Cafe in Los Angeles on November 13th. Today, Katie and Andrea perform three songs live from the Joy Sound Studio. They perform Glad, Raincatcher, and their current single, Sweet and High. So here is Katie and Andrea performing Glad on Joy Sounds.
And that was Katie Skeen and Andrea Witt performing GLAAD live in the Joy Sound studio. And we are so happy to welcome Katie and Andrea. Hi, Grace. Hey. Thanks for having it's us. It's so awesome to have you guys. We're stoked about it. I love this sound. This sound is just, I mean, you can hear the dust. You can hear Ooh. the grit on it, you know. Um, I, I love it. T- tell me a little bit. Let, let's start actually with this song. Okay. What went into Glad? I'm stoked about this song. It's not out yet. Only a few people have heard it. I had been listening to a lot of uh, Joni Mitchell album called Hijira, which is one of my favorites. I go mm. through cycles with her albums because she's my favorite songwriter. Um, but I had also just watched the Rolling Thunder review documentary. Oh, yeah. Mm. And um, I wrote the song super quickly. It was like just very happenstance. I was also reading a Gertrude Stein book at the time, the autobiography of Alice B. Talkless. So kind of all those things went into it. That's a lot of heavy influences coming together at once. Heavy influences. And I wrote it on a Saturday. And then the next day, Andrea and I get together like pretty much every day. And I just brought it to her the next day. And I was like, I got this song. And uh, we put it together that day. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the week, we had already had a session date booked. And we were like, we want to do this one. So Within less than a week, we had it like arranged and recorded. I love even. that. It, it keeps it um, really spontaneous. Super it? spontaneous yeah. and fresh. And um, Andrea, I'll let you tell what you're playing on it because it's such a cool sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, we brought one friend to our session today. His name is Elton the Ebo. And so, <laughs> oh, that's what was going on. <laughs> there. Okay. So that's that, you know, really spacey sound in the beginning. Um, Beautiful. And it's interesting because I don't know, a lot of people don't quite know what an Ebo is. Um, and it stands for electric bow. Right. So since I play, my main instrument is viola and violin, this little magnetic thingamajiggy um, sits near your pickup and it tries to emulate the sound a bow would do, like on a violin. Yeah. So I'm basically playing like violin on my pedal steel. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it has, a, it sustains forever. It's like, the ultimate sustain. Like you could move your bow forever and just play one note for yeah. it till the end of time. But so it gives it that haunting, almost vocal quality. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like an ethereal, oh. um, you know, uh, voice that just comes out of nowhere. It's a really great effect. We love Elton the Ebo. Yeah. Since we're just a duo, we like name all of our inanimate objects and we like call them our like special guests and our friends and our band. <laughs> just a, those are your guests. Those are yeah. That's the guest that came that, in. Yeah. Yeah. We only brought Elton today. So sometimes uh, Mandy the mandolin mm-hmm. comes in and then also Debbie the Dobro. Yeah. So when you release uh, these tracks, they're going to be features, right? Featuring oh, oh, yeah. featured yeah. artists yeah. on the album. <laughs> Featuring Elton. It's going to be gonna be a little confusing. but that's, We that's are right. out of our minds, yeah, in case right. you didn't know. No, I love this. So it's clear that you're reaching back and drawing from a rich American roots musical heritage to create this sound. But what I love about it, it's not a copy. You guys have really got something mm-hmm. fresh going on. Well, you kind of hit it right on the head. We are calling this sound... Acid Americana is what we've come up for it with for it. I love it. Yeah. Genre. Our album's gonna be called Adventures in Acid Americana. It's a five song EP. Her influences, I mean God, they extend they, very far. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing that's been really cool is like we have been on the road together so much and like we spend almost every day together. And so whatever we're listening to at the time, we're pretty much both listening to it. It's very much like harkens back to the iconic bohemian dream of like yeah. band houses and everyone's mm-hmm. living together and like 
eating the same food and breathing the same air. Drinking the same wine. Drinking mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's over the months, like, I mean, I have deep influences that go back. You know, I came from a blues thing, which, you know, and you've helped me a lot with that. Um, Delta Blues, Southern Rock, the Allman Brothers, all that stuff. But, you know, there's the Joni Mitchell and it's it's basically that whole land of things and all it encompasses. Yeah. Um. So we go through phases and, you know, we were listening to a lot of Willie Nelson at one point. Mm-hmm. Right now we're listening to a lot of Leon Russell and uh, it just... And it shows up, uh, yeah, right? It, it shows it, up. Whether it's conscious mm-hmm. or subconscious, it sort of appears in your in your Absolutely, creativity. Yeah. 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 We super started with really a lot of influence from Zeppelin three. We were like oh, listening to uh, that. Both of our favorite Zeppelin albums. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So, we listened to that in the way of the studio mm, for our first session. Yeah. Not only influences, but mm-hmm. stylistically, you've got a very diverse background because you've always Definitely. you've had the uh, a classical mm-hmm. training and upbringing as well. Yeah, I started viola when I was nine, classical viola. Um, and when I went into college, I was a classical major on viola. I guess like my biggest influence for classical string playing, Nadja Salerno Sonnenberg, and she is just like a rock star violin. Rock she star. Is, she is incredible. Yeah. Like her stage presence, she stands on stage in like stirrup pants. Yeah. And just legs spread open and just gives it. And she plays classical music like incredible. There's one time where she like, cut off part of her third finger or her pinky finger or something, Whoa. one of those. And it had to heal. She relearned all of her concertos with three fingers while it was healing. That's I mean, nuts. Just, just like that's nuts. Out. I mean, but yeah, when she performs, I mean, it's yeah. it's a full body experience, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So that, and that, that really influenced not only how you play, but the, the, yeah. the depth in which you sort of go with this music. Definitely. Yeah. And then I studied a lot of jazz. So Sonny Rollins is probably my favorite, um, you know, tenor player. I, mean, I, I transcribed a lot of Charlie Parker. I was like big into bebop. And um, I studied with Phil DeGregg, an amazing jazz pianist, pedagogy teacher. And he just like opened my ears up to improvising. So like me playing other styles of classical started with jazz. Huh. Um, and that's how I knew improvising. And then when I joined a rock band, when I first moved to LA, I'm like, how do I play over one chord? Like I know how to play over like twenty chords. Like I can fill like, over all the things you are, but like I can't play. In Where's that? What's and that's where we meet in the middle. <laughs> What's that pentatonic scale? I know. I was like, I don't from? understand the pentatonic approach. Like, please, can we just play bebop scales? Um, but then I got into like Pat Metheny and like some more. Um, studied with Christian House, like a really great jazz violinist. Yeah. And, um, I'm really intrigued as to how you made the transition from violin slash viola uh-huh. to pedal steel because those instruments are not related. Started playing it because I was in Shania Twain's band for a while, and we had a steel player in the band, and we were in rehearsals, and I was Justin Chipper. He's like an incredible Nashville steel player, yeah. and I was like, I'm sorry that I'm staring at you the whole rehearsal. I'm like, I'm just uh-huh. obsessed it's with intriguing. everything you're doing. Yeah, it's intriguing, isn't it? Yeah. So I ordered one off of eBay. I had it sent to my hotel room, a student model. And I just was like YouTubing like a mad woman. But it, most steel players come from playing guitar. But what's interesting, and I didn't even think of this concept, is like I come from a fretless instrument. So right. going to another fretless instrument and the role of the violin and pedal steel in rock and pop and Americana music, they kind of have the same role. They're playing fills. They're playing pads. So they're entering and exiting at like kind of the same moments. So I use the same approach. So I'd love to hear another song from you. And I'm thinking Ringcatcher would be the best one for us to hear next. Uh, Tell me about this song. Give me a little background on this song. Um, So I wrote this song for 
earlier this year, I think in about March, I was on the road a lot. I went out first before we ended up going out together. Um, I was doing a show with uh, Steve Parrish, who was Jerry Garcia's, you know, roadie and manager. Mm -hmm. And um, we went out together and he was telling stories and I was playing just solo acoustic versions of songs and roots music of the Grateful Dead. But basically what that led to was me being like, on the road a lot by mm. myself, mm. you know, a lot of time spent in hotel rooms, you know, alone. So I wrote this song about, you know, just constantly being on the move. It's very much of a traveling song. Um, and then when Andrea and I went out together, it kind of has resonated further. And we've actually started making our own little home music video for it with like an old eight millimeter camera that we got. We've just oh, been like cool. filming like our so you're travels. Keeping, you're keeping it analog. Keeping analog. Exactly. Yeah. Always analog. So we're excited. Yeah. So this is Katie and Andrea playing Raincatcher on Joy Sounds. Traveling deep in the heart of the country. Plans all live up in the air Learning to get used to Whatever I choose to do Learning to make myself a new home Every night And I'm passing through the town Of ups and downs Texas one, I got too drunk Got into trouble with a man that drives a truck And I'm tied up and tight And there's a love I cannot shake But I can't afford a heart to break Been catching raindrops for they fall into the river Beating myself up with a moonlight Cleaning up with the morning light I just keep on going You know I cannot stay I can't afford a heart to break I can't afford a heart to break And I'm listening to the echoes From the far side of the world I swear my feet can't even feel it turn Stranger than a stranger Day after day Running and staying alive On a carefree highway Been catching raindrops Where they fall into the river Beating myself up with the moonlight Cleaning up with the morning light
myself up with the moonlight, cleaning up with the morning light. I just keep on going, you know I cannot stay. And that was Katie and Andrea playing Raincatcher. Have you always considered yourself a songwriter? I have not. Oh, that was definitely the last thing I added to my arsenal. And it was always um, kind of a sense of uncomfortability. Um, I started writing songs like senior year of high school, kind of. But yeah. playing in high school, I was always just in blues bands. We did covers. You mostly identified yourself as a guitar player, vocalist. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did all sorts of stuff, but I never played an original live until, I think, coming to USC. Yeah. Um, so taking your songwriting class was immensely huge for me. Even just having someone else, other people call me a songwriter, put that put me in that category was a big deal. So mm-hmm. and I'm interested to hear how the collaboration takes place in the songwriting process. How, how does that back and forth happen for the two of you? Uh, well, Katie brings a song over to the house, like <laughs> have a bottle of wine and mm-hmm. some soup, <laughs> soup. lentil soup. And so she plays it through once. And sometimes I just join in like halfway through or like listen to the whole thing. And then I'll just join in and we'll just see where it goes. And I kind of know right off the bat, whether it's going to be a fiddle heavy song or a steel heavy song. Sometimes it's both, and then sometimes like with effects. So I'll just pick up what instrument speaks to me most when I hear the song. Normally, like the more up tempo ones, I tend to you know go towards fiddle because I can, I you know I've been playing violin much longer than pedal steel, so I can you know play more notes on that. Faster. Yeah, yeah. So, but but it speaks to you. <laughs> it's always been pretty obvious, mm-hmm. and the instrumentation on pretty much every song is different, whether it's like electric guitar and steel or acoustic mm-hmm. guitar and steel or acoustic guitar and fiddle like yep. it's yeah it's, we always try and change it a little bit yeah. but it's always been super obvious um and you know I'll, I'll have some songs that I can like tell right away if it's like hitting Andrea in a certain way like yeah. I know the first two that we went to record were Sweet and High and Raincatcher and that was kind of a funny story because we um were on the road this summer doing the Dead and Company um pre-show VIP lounge just as a duo now um, that's a cool show. It was yeah. cool. For yeah. Very specific audience. Yeah, right? very yeah. specific audience. And um we were doing all Grateful Dead covers, um, stripped down, which I think was really important. We were talking about it. I think it was really yeah. important for really us honed to in like, our sound. Mm. Yeah, because there's all these some of these songs have such intense arrangements and you kinda like pick through and decide what the meat and potatoes of mm-hmm. it are, like some of the harmonies are like, is this the melody or the harmony? <laughs> right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You kind of pick yeah. um, what's important. So I think that was really cool. But um, we were initially supposed to do the whole tour, and then some stuff came up, and we ended up just doing the four California shows and the four Northeast shows. And so we had, like, an extra week and a half off, and we were like, God, we, we really like this project. Like, we yeah. want to book some gigs together and do this. Like, how do we do that? And we were like, well, we need music 
to book gigs. We need people to listen to it, and then we can book gigs. We were like, okay, so we have to go in the studio. We like called yeah. our friend Chris Wanzer, and we yeah. were like, hey, we got a week. Like, do you have any like, studio time? And he was like, like yeah. yeah, Thursday. So this was like Sunday or something. Yeah, it was like we we're like, yeah, okay, like five wow. days what before. Songs are we gonna yeah. do? We decided, the and songs, we went like, through. Right and I, I had sort of played Raincatcher uh-huh. from before, but I rewrote it a little bit, mm-hmm. and then. Sweet and High was super new. I was, like, embarrassed to even play it for you. I was like, this song's a little weird. Um, so I played, like, maybe three or four for you, and uh-huh. those were the two those that two. resonated with you. Mm-hmm. So we were like, those will do I love it. this. I love that it. it sounds like you guys are really honoring your instinct. Oh, because yeah. Because you don't have oh, time for, sure. for anything else. We don't else. have time. Mm-hmm. We ain't got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just, like, go for it. We and do it. We sometimes pile a little much yeah, on our plate. Much, but it's um, good. But it's we all, help each other get yeah. through it. But I think that there's so I think it contributes to your sound. It's clear you're, you're trusting your instinct. Mm-hmm. You're making quick decisions. And you're leaning on your musicianship mm-hmm. because it has to happen right That's then. That's true. It has to happen right now. And yeah. keeping it fresh. Yeah. No one had heard the songs. Chris Wanzer was the first one that heard those songs. We've spent mm-hmm. like 14 hours in the studio just like, like tracking everything for those two songs. Mm-hmm. And um. So do we have an album or an EP? We you have said, an EP. Right? On the way. Yeah. Oh, man. So we did those two songs that day. And then we recently went in and did three more songs in one more day. So that'll be Glad, which you heard, and a song called Witching Hour, and a song called Symmetry of Wildflowers. We'll probably release each song as a single first, uh-huh. um, but go ahead and, like, you know, print them. Great. Print so that gives album. us all something to look forward yes. to. These yeah. songs are going to um, yes. sort of kind of yes. roll out. All right. Yeah. Great. But Sweet and High will be out on October 4th. Speaking of Sweet and High, wow, this song. This song is, um, how did I describe it? This is epic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yes. I'm going to ask you to close the show with this song and and then also tell the listeners, just put on the headphones, sit back for this one. So I want to know what went into this tune. Oh, a lot. We actually just added more to it last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jam usually, in the beginning. <laughs> usually songwriting is editing and shortening. Instead, you guys are lengthening yeah. and broadening, right? It's already well, a six every, and a half yeah. minute song. People kept being like, you're going to do a radio cut? And, and we're like, like no. for what radio station? Yeah, like, even my for, mom was oh, like, what? you should make it shorter for radio. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so then we made it longer. <laughs> now it's we wanted like, Elton the Ebo to oh, be involved. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so. All right. So another guest appearance from Elton. We yeah. added a little wind in space in the beginning. Yeah, um, that's what we call our jams. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's with Sweet and High, but you guys are also getting out and shooting some videos too, right? Oh, yeah. It yeah. was for Sweet and High. I think you showed me some images out in Joshua Tree. Oh, exactly. oh, I couldn't think of a more ideal place. Oh, good. It was really good vibes out there. It was mm-hmm. definitely magical. And, um, you know, it was also, we didn't plan it this way, but it was, you know, the first night of... It was a new moon, and like the first night we were out there, there was like millions of shooting stars and oh, falling stars, so and it was just amazing. We stayed up and we watched the sunrise the next mm-hmm. day. It was yeah, and we got a lot of support from some amazing people and companies um, helping us um, styling and everything. Yes. So nice. um, yeah, it sounds like this band kind of came about under a real good sign. It's shocking. Yeah. It has been. It's been actually a, a lot of amazing energy around it, and mm-hmm. it like blows my mind every day. But it's yeah. you know, a lot of people kept telling us that we have to meet. This has been going on for like at least a year and a half, maybe more. Oh, is that right? That so everybody else saw the possibility. Everyone else too. saw it, and like we were just like one degree of separation away, and just never happened until 
we ran into each other backstage at a government mule concert. Which is like the best vibes. Right. If you see like another girl there, you're like, okay, like we could be friends. That's cool. And like then you're you cool. were like, aren't you that girl that like everyone keeps telling me to meet? And we're like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Finally. We actually got dinner. You said that at the yeah. same time. Yeah. You're the yeah. girl. You're the girl. That, yeah. 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 So, awesome. and then, it, yeah, we got dinner and started putting it together. And yeah, our first thing we were on a gig together and we were like, why don't we do like a Grateful Dead cover video? Like right before the gig, which I mean, that's like kind of what we always do. Let's just cram something else in like right before yeah, we, a gig, <laughs> like three videos um, in. Yeah, perfect. Um, so, so we did a video. Yeah, right we did High Time. Yeah. When the Dead and Company tour thing came up, I was already out with Steve and I was like, well, I don't want to do this by myself. Mm-hmm. I want to do it with you. Yeah. And uh, it. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Just worked out well. Our Instagram is katie.ann.andrea. Um, and we both have our own separate Instagrams that and Facebooks that we've been like, you know, trying to send people towards that. Um, we haven't added a new Facebook page yet because Facebook is a lot. So, yeah. Um, but if you follow my music page and then. Yeah. Great. Okay. She's Boho Bunny with an IE. All right. Yeah. And I'll, I'll include all that in the Joy Sounds website oh, so, so people can, uh, can get to that. This has been one of my favorite afternoons. Oh, my God. Yes. Yay. <laughs> but before you go, we're going to have Katie and Andrea play Sweet and High. This will be like the live stripped down but electric version. Special for That's Joy yes. Sounds. Special, Special for Joy Sounds. Outstanding. This is Katie and Andrea performing Sweet and High on Joy Sounds.
sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.